Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I'm really uh, excited to, to get out there. I actually, I told the team last night that I um, woke up before my alarm clock uh, yesterday morning, excited to, to see them and get around them and, and meet with them, and then obviously today uh, to get them out there running around. I thought... For a practice one, the effort level was outstanding. Uh, certainly missed assignments and, and poor technique here and there, and, and that's we're okay with that. I mean, that's as long as they're sticking their foot in the ground and running uh, and going as hard as they can. That that's um, a successful practice in practice number one. So, um, but again, it's just practice one. Uh, no shoulder pads, just running around. But uh, I thought we competed, played really hard. Uh, injury update um, just recently a couple days ago Rob Cummins uh, had another surgery on his on his knee um, appears to be a, a, a new injury if you will and, and so uh, we scoped it uh, he's going to go through rehab and, and see what his future holds and then Alvante Woodard got out of his boot today uh, is progressing nicely and we're hoping by the end of the camp or, or, or one. So, questions? Tom, it's interesting you mentioned being happy. It's taken you two years to get to this point where I feel like you have every guy out there bought in. Is that true? Well, every you, is probably a bit of an overstatement. But, but more, more than all it has been. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the few that aren't, um, they get exposed by their peers and, mm-hmm. and um, they're, they're learning every day on, on the importance of it. But um, the majority of the team is, and they understand our expectations. And um, yeah, this this group's a, a joy to coach right now. Do you feel Do you feel like you're past the point of of uh, you're, you're you're past the point of having to teach guys? This is how you want it done, and, and this is what you want. Huh. Or is that an Not ongoing? Thing? It, it, it's always ongoing. Yeah, I mean, you know, culture isn't static. You know, it's ever evolving, and um, you know, there, there's no such thing as a culturally neutral. Okay attitude and action, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. still either getting better or you're getting worse. Right. You know, what you're doing is either helping our culture or hurting it. And um, uh, But I think that the, the biggest guys that we need to keep our thumb on are obviously those newcomers being, you know, mm-hmm. this is the first time they've practiced with us. Cool. How much uh, more athletic do you feel like you are now than you're Um Quite a bit, you know. Um, I, I think I was so tempted to say something. How do you want Yeah, and, and not just from a recruiting standpoint, but from a development standpoint. You know, this is a guy, I, I can't remember where I said it, it might have been media days, but like a guy like Keontae Ingram, he's 20 pounds heavier, and he's running a mile, fat, fast, mile per hour faster. Uh, that he's ever run at a, at a high speed rate. So um, that's just one example of many of the, the guys that have developed and then obviously we recruited quite a bit of athleticism as well. Here's some, uh, some explosive testing numbers for us. 
from Nancy after the summer work? Or? No, we didn't. We didn't uh, test this year. That's probably going to be a every other year kind of thing. And, and Nancy thought it'd be best because on that test week, I mean, it's a it's a very regimented deal that you have to do to lead up to testing and so we felt like we needed that extra week of true development rather than rather than test. Coach, um, tell us a specific maybe three things that you really are focused on getting done in this camp. Uh, obviously running the ball is good because you want Sam not running the ball as much can you give us a few? Three things. Uh, we've got to find two starting corners that are trustworthy. Um, we got to find a way to get the best 11 guys on defense out there and, and different personnel packages. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, we've got to make a, a greater emphasis on, um, you know, running the football with our tailbacks, uh, running the football, designing runs that they're suited for and, and understanding their, uh, their skill set. Uh, and then to take you know, some of those hits off of, off of Sam and, you know, we, we've kind of beefed up our, our RPO game. So instead of a run-run option, it's a run-pass option. Speaking of defense, how, some, yeah. how, how important is this first week for kind of setting the tone for the rest of camp? What are you hoping to, to achieve when it's not real football, as you say, with just talent? Yeah, this effort. I mean, it is really important. Uh, and you, you get a lot of a lot of work, especially in the throw game, you know, and, and timing and all that. You. You get obviously two days worth of installation in, but um, really at the end of the day, the first two practices are about um, you know understanding the intensity, the urgency, and, and kind of the procedure of how we practice. Sam's your alpha dog leader. Who are some of the non-Sam people that you need to step up in a leadership position? <laughs> well, I think um, you know the five guys we brought to media days were, were brought for a reason. Um, in Shackelford, uh, Malcolm, Brandon, and, and Colin. Those are all guys. Malcolm's very vocal. Shaq's very vocal. Um, Colin and, and Brandon lead a little bit differently, and they're, they're working on being uh, more vocal. And uh, I think McCulloch is a guy that uh, continues to Im- improve in that role, too. Tom, when you hear you lose eight or nine starters on defense, I think that could set off alarms or whatever. Do you feel maybe more comfortable because of the experience that some of those younger guys got going into a year losing that many starters? Yeah, I mean, I think I said that at media days. I, I don't, you know, they might not have been full-time starters, and again, you have to have that, that staff, but we feel very comfortable with the, the guys that have had quite a bit of experience here, you know, that comes to mind, the, the three interior guys, the three down linemen have, have played a lot of football here. Jeff's played a lot of football. Even Joseph has, has, you know, towards the end of the year played a lot. So uh, the the three positions are going to be that you're going to see fresh faces are the two corners and the, the middle linebacker. So, but other than that, we feel like we've got quite a bit of experience coming back. Coach, we talked a lot about you guys not having a player offensive player over 50 yards last year. Do you feel like you you have some playmakers? Or so, who are the guys that you think could have those explosive plays this year? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> We had one in the starting lineup in, in Devin Duvernay last year that um, we've got to do a better job um, getting him the ball both schematically and from a timing standpoint at the quarterback position. Um, and then, you know, the slot receivers and, and Josh and Jake um, and Brennan Eagles is a really explosive guy too. So that'll be a, 
Um, it'll be a tough challenge to see, you know, who the best three at receiver. And then I, I, our tailbacks are, you know, if they, they get out in the open field, you know, they're, they're pretty good with it. Given that thought, that no long plays, how, how likely is it that you just go deep on the first play of the season? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> how did your freshmen look out there? It's the first day, obviously, of kind of doing this kind of thing. How did they look? Uh, physically, they look they look great. Uh, you, you know, you can tell they've had a, a good eight week session with Coach McKnight. Uh, you know, the, their heads are spinning from a, a speed of the game standpoint and just a, the intensity of practice standpoint. But I, I really do think the their physical development it, it looks really good. We, we've got to focus on the, the intensity of practice and then obviously the the scheme. You're part of the national championship of Ohio State, so you know what a great team looks like, and you're top ten when you're also focused. Is that deserving, you think, to look like that kind of caliber of team? Oh, I don't. I think it's way too early to go there. Um, I, I do know we're a good-looking team um, that practices really hard, that is uh, bought into uh, our mentality of going 1-0 each and every week, each and every day, each and every rep, uh, as well as being physically and mentally tough, so uh, way too early to answer that. But I, I do like what I see. Going you know back, what? going back to buying though. I mean, do you when you look out, look out there and see 22 starters, do you know you might every every 22 guys is bought in, and the next 22 are bought in? Uh, we we will by the by the time we jog out for the first game because right. we're not going to put a guy out there that's not that's not not completely bought in. Right. I mean, how, how many guys made the Champions Club dinner? Uh, it was 61 out of a possible 80 that were eligible the the incoming uh, the newcomers that got here in June were, were not eligible right yeah we, we saw Devin running some routes at H today is that a possible way to get him the ball more yeah I think it's a testament you know we hadn't planned on that um, until these last few weeks um, you know it wasn't even on our radar to be honest with you and then you know we had some long personnel meetings offensively and Devin's had an unbelievable offseason and so is Brennan you know we, we feel like um, you know that, that those two younger H's have to really prove that that they deserve to be on the field um, for an extended period of time because if that's the case and you know Brennan and, and Devin are playing the same position then one of them is going to be standing on the sideline every other snap so um, experimenting with it right now, but it's a, it, it was due to some recent personnel discussions and how how good a summer is both Brennan and and, uh, and Devin had. How you know important what, is it for? You know, you know what the testing numbers were for Jake Smith and uh, what are your <coughs> impressions of them? Not off the top of my head, I don't know the numbers. Um, I know they're really good. You know, top two or three on the for the newcomers. Uh, the first impressions are he keeps his mouth shut. He works his tail off. Um, and he's 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 really athletic and really fast. How's your schedule uh, line up moving forward when you get into pads and all of that? Uh, so these first two days NCA we got to be in shorts and helmets. The next two days is um, helmets and shoulder pads. And day five will be the first day in full pads. Uh, and then uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. We got to give him one day off for a week. So I think we go. I think we go four practices, day off, 
then full pads, then that's like six straight days, and then day off. And so there's there's a, a full day off in there, which is new as of last year. So uh, to get you to your your 25 practices. How important is it, Tom, for Sam? He's a team leader, but a position leader doesn't have. Shane, who was maybe a little bit of a mentor to him, and now he's he's the guy in that quarterback room. Well, he does a great job. I think he wants. Um, he's constantly coaching Casey and and Roshan um, because you know he he is the consummate team player, and he knows if for whatever reason those guys have to go in to spell him, um, he's partly responsible for making sure that they're ready. Uh, so that his team uh, doesn't take a step back. With Casey and Urshan, I know it's only a small sample today, but what do you make of their summer progress? Oh, great. Casey's grown up a lot. Roshan is, you know, um, really physically and mentally mature. Uh, again, the, the game is really fast for him right now, but um, he's learning. When we say grown up, what do you mean mentally, physically, both? Oh, definitely physically, you know, in terms of his, his weight and strength. Um, you know, the velocity on the ball uh, continues to increase. Uh, his knowledge of the game, you know, he's seeing things a lot better, a lot clearer. And he just, um, you know, he, he's starting to mature into a, into a man and, and not, a, not a big kid. Do you see a difference in the way Sam is leading his demeanor this fall compared to last fall? Not really. How much further along is Jordan? Than from January, and I mean, how how you wouldn't hesitate, obviously, to, to get him going. No, he is ours. Yeah, is, he, is he any more? Would you than maybe a normal freshman running back would be getting carries, getting touches? I, yeah, I, again, it's one of the most amazing things I've seen in my twenty-something years coaching is how a guy that's never played a position before in his life took to it that naturally. So. Um, yeah, he's our second team tailback right now, and we're, we're expecting some big contributions from him. Tom, how are, for two last ones, guys. How, how are you, if, even if you want to, do you, do you want to manage expectations on this team? I mean, uh, you know, LSU tickets are, you know, $1,000, $2,000 for club seats, you know, you one poll has in the top ten, AP polls coming out later. I mean, some coaches would freak and be like, hey, let's, let's uh, you know, haven't played yet. What do you what do you care, do you care about that? No. Do you want fans um, to go crazy and again, get all hyped up? Well, we love our fans. Sure, we want them right. to always be crazy um, and, and excited about. But you know the, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, excited about the season for sure. Um, but again, you, you you can't speak outside uh, both sides of your mouth right. and, and say the only people uh, that you should care about their opinions of are, are the people in our program. And we talked at length of that last night, but we do need to have a, a sense of confidence that we have we have put ourselves um, the guys in in the room that were here for last year's season and the season before and all the off seasons in between um, we put ourselves in position to be legitimately you know in that um, in that tier of, of programs and and we should we should play with the confidence. Play mm -hmm. play um, like we're proud of of the hard work and and development that that went in to get there. Yeah. And then, but it's not for us proving. 
to anybody else that we belong. It's it's us proving to each other that, that we belong. Yeah. Where'd you vote, y'all? What did I vote us? Nine? Nine? Nine or ten, something like that. Yeah. You pretty much tell your guys, playing off of Brian, like, Trickable, that was great, but do you just kind of put that in the rearview mirror and, and still keep riding it, or do you try to use that as motivation uh, for the success that you've had? No, uh, we, we, again, you know, since January, we haven't allowed any Sugar Bowl gear. You know, we, we don't say, you know, we and us. You know, it's not when, you know, when we talk about 2017, it's like, hey, do you remember when we, it's okay, remember when that team had this happen to them. Um, so it's, it's um, much different tense of, of how you're referring to last year's team. But there are a lot of lessons that can be learned, uh, both good and bad. And, um, you know, the, the good ones we, we need that that team was known for and that accomplished, we're going to enhance and, and build on those. And then the things that they did poorly or maybe stumbled upon, uh, we've got to learn a lesson as to why that happened and then make sure it doesn't happen to us, which is this year's team. Good cool. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it.